I have in the studio Charlie and Farms who are um, here at Talking Sport this morning. So guys, what, what are we expecting this weekend? Well, we've got a Friday night game, uh, which I think Farms is going to be really crucial to the makeup of the Final Four, and that's Cable Beach versus Peninsula Bombers. What are your thoughts? Yeah, that's going to be a, a cracker, and you know, looking at um, looking at the ladder and where they're both situated, like you said, you know, Cable Beach are fourth, Bombers are fifth, the Bombers are four points behind. If Bombers get up, it puts a little bit of a tightrope on that yeah uh, that top four. So, um, I think it's going to be a cracking game. Cable Beach are coming off a fairly uh, demoralising win against Bulls I reckon so they'll be ready to, to hit demoralising loss sorry <laughs> <coughs> yeah thanks for correcting me on that yeah. one I think the demoralising uh, win was Saints versus yeah. <laughs> yeah that's right it's still early in the morning for me um, yeah so I think you know Cable Beach will be looking to hit back quite hard and, and Bombers obviously after that draw uh, or their demoralising win <laughs> yeah. um, they'll be looking to, to really try and, and get a win and, and you know make a claim for that top four spot as well so I think it's going to be a good game and if you know once again I, I hate to say it but I think Sonny Dan's the, uh, the key to that Oh Sonny's definitely there's no doubt about it Sonny's definitely the key I don't know if Joe's playing this weekend but Joe uh, is um has been crucial to that side uh, over the last couple of years uh, and you know really good uh, leader out on the ground but uh, you've got to get the scores on the board and Sonny's been doing that consistently and and hence uh, you know such a great job last week for Bulls to keep him to you know a minimal score to keep Cable Beach to to four goals was awesome so I, I'm going to tip the, the Bombers this weekend oh okay I, I'm going to go against you I'm going to tip Cable Beach um <laughs> But, you know, they've lost some players from, from last year. Daniel Cox, obviously, CJ Oakley, and a few of those younger guys, Aaron Powell, who were mm. quite important. But, you know, they've won six, so they, they keep finding ways to win games, and I think that's probably what's going to get them over the line on, on Friday night. Now, I noticed uh, at training last night, young CJ Oakley is up, and he's up because of the Kimberley Spirit game? Yeah, yeah that's right. So um, the Kimberley Spirit game uh, is... Basically at six o'clock after this uh, this round of fixtures on Saturday, um, and it's a great event. It's been going for three years now. Claremont Colts actually bring their side up yep. to Broome or up to the Kimberley, so um, and they go out and they're camping out at one arm point on Friday night. It gives their players a chance to understand what the Kimberley boys go through, um, you know, the, the culture and you yep. know, where they live. So um, they're going out to do that, and then six p.m. it's bounced down there, get to play our, our Kimberley Spirit side, which is our best 16 to 18 year olds in the in the region so and that's been uh, a fixture for the last couple of years yeah yeah that's right and to have guys like cj and keanu shandley from luma yeah. um shack morton and kananara who are who are down there playing for claremont you know they're going to be playing for claremont it gives it gives our young boys a chance to see them and, and how they are and um, where they're at and what it takes to get there. So and probably as an illustration of the the level of uh, skill with the players. And I think CJ Oakley played a league game he this did. year. Was it last week? Uh, it was two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, yeah, he played a league game. He's played some reserves game. He's played some some Colts game. So uh, he just continues to. Well, he doesn't continue to grow. He's still very, <laughs> very, very small. But he, his uh, his football stature continues to grow, and he's uh, he's really making a name for himself. So, gives our boys a really good opportunity to just to see what it, what it takes to to go down there and be successful like CJ. 
Now, the the next game, Saints versus Derby Tigers, gives Saints... Um, I mean, no disrespect to Derby, and, uh, but the facts are the facts, and uh, they'll find it hard to come over over, over here to take on Saints um, and give Saints a potential opportunity to play, uh, to, to get a win on the board and look to get into the fall. Yeah, that's right. I think... Um you know, Saints obviously coming off uh, off that draw as well. They're going to be looking to, to really fire back, and I think they've got a great opportunity against Derby. And, and like you said, you know, Derby haven't had the year that they were probably hoping for. Um, uh, you know, down the bottom with with one win, so um, really great opportunity for Saints. And, and unfortunately, for, they've got you know for Towns, they've got Saints next the following week as well. So it's yes. a, a really good opportunity for Saints to get two in a row and and really push that top four spot as well. Yeah, that, that, I, I agree with that. Um, you know, Towns are, have always matched up quite well against uh, Saints, but the, the reality of where teams are on the ladder, I think, is a true illustration of uh, their the skill level and, and the, the player capacity as, as it is this season. Um, and the big game... The big game, which may be a preview for the grand final, uh, at two o'clock is Broom Bulls take on Bidjadanger Emu. So Ooh. that's going to be a cracker. <laughs> this is a, a legitimate top of the table clash, and it's uh, it's going to be very exciting. Two o'clock in the heat of the middle of the yeah. Of the day did did you did you think at the start of the season that we'd be talking with four rounds to go uh, that Bulls and and Bidjadanger would be playing off? Uh, in a potential preview for the grand final? Oh, no, nah, not, a, not a chance. Um, you know, I always thought Bidjadanga would, would be up there. Um, you know, they've had some really good years the last two years and um, going out in straight sets in the finals last year was, was unfortunate for them, but, you know, they were always going to be a lot better for the experience. So I, I always sort of pegged that they would be up there again around the mark and, and probably fighting for a spot in the grand final. But if you look at Bulls, this will be their first finals appearance in... Yeah, it'd be quite a few years. Uh, it'd be quite a few years. I think I was, uh, you know, uh, celebrating my twenty-first birthday. The last... No, that's not true. <laughs> that's a bit that, harsh. No, challenge. no, that's not true. But Bulls, uh, Bulls have done really well to not only recruit but uh, build on their own uh, foundations that they've had there for a while, um, and the support base is. It's great to see, um, you know, uh, what essentially is a traditional. Um, powerhouse of the league back in in at a space where they think they belong um, and Sarsfield's done a great job with coaching and the, I know that there are a lot of supporters around the Bulls football club like Grunner who you know are con- constantly promoting how uh, how well they've done this year yeah absolutely and like you say Ben Sarsfield's done a fantastic job and one of the things that I, I really like that he's done this year is you know guys like Clive Darwin and, and Isla Portolano who are young up-and-comers that have been in Broome for a long time that are still in school they're, they're being able to you know flourish on the footy field and, and go really really well so he's been able to harness that meanwhile you know you've got guys like Hayden McLeod and um, you know basically himself and other guys that they've got a really strong midfield yeah um, Luke Richards is another one who's really good Miles Mitchell down down back who did a job on Sunny so he, he's managed to get a group of players together um, and they're killing it at the moment so um, it's going to be a ripping game yeah look my tip look 
I think whilst it is a preview to the grand final, I I I I, I tip the emus to to do this. They they look they look very very clean on the weekend. They're they're um, they're they're quick. I think it'll be a um, a game where you know skill and speed comes up against you know a bit of brute strength and and a bit of uh, structure uh, in in the the way that people the the, the team plays. Yeah, I, I think you're right. Um, I'm actually going to go with Bulls. Um, I, I think that they played Bidjadanga in the wet, I think, mm. in the first round. And the speed and that all sort of stuff got got, in, got ahead of the Bulls. I think they'll be a lot smarter. They're on the back of seven wins in a row. Their confidence is up. And I think they'll come in with a really good structured game plan on how to shut down you know, those guys that are, that are going to be powerhouses for, for the EMU. So... Um, I'm tipping Bulls in a very, very close game. Yeah. Um, is it going to be a high-scoring game? Uh, well, potentially it could be. Um, but I think if the Bulls have it on their terms, it's going to be quite low-scoring. Righto. And the last game of the round is Towns versus Luma. That'll be at 4 o'clock. Um, and you'd have to back Luma at this stage, even though um, Towns have, feel, have felt that they've um, improved over the last couple of weeks. But Luma would have to go in hot favourites. Yeah, I think so, especially on the back of their, their result against Derby. That, you know, they're flying 15-14, um, they're having 29 shots on goal, so they're, they're finding plenty of avenues to the to the sticks. But, you know, like you said, Towns have shown some really good improvement over the last two weeks, and, and they have every right to be confident that, that they can they can win one of these games or at least be very, very yeah, competitive. Yeah, I think, I think um, at this stage it's about being competitive um, for for this, for Towns. So, um, and Luma have everything, uh, you know, at stake uh, as far as winning this game, they sh- they've got to win it to stay in the uh, to not allow Cable Beach Bombers and Saints, you know, to um, uh, take their spot in the final four. So yeah, I whilst I'm a, I'm a townies townies man, um, uh, you've got to tip uh, Luma for this game. Yeah, I'm with you on that one too. And, and what and what about the last uh, at six o'clock, you, we, the Spirit and uh, Claremont, uh, the last game. What do you think is going to happen there? Um, well, I'm actually. Is it, is it just about development <laughs> there, or are you? Yeah, look, it, I mean, because it's been a good rivalry. Uh, rivalry. Yeah, that's right. It's locked at one apiece. Yeah. Um, so we've sort of changed it. I'm obviously coaching the Kimberley Spirit side. So um, for me, it, it is. It's about developing our players and. and getting them ready for high level football mm-hmm. so to come up against Claremont which is the side that these boys are trying to mm. that's the that's the side that they're trying to get to so um, for us it's about development but it's about being competitive at a really high level so we, we still fancy ourselves for a chance to win this game yep um, you know that they, they're coming up to the Kimberley so we want to we want to set the tone and play Kimberley Kimberley brand of football which is fast and exciting so you know I think um, look <laughs> I'd like to say that we're going to win, but you know, if we're if we're competitive and our, our players stick to our structures and do some good things, then I'm going to be very very happy. And you talked about CJ Oakley earlier on, uh, and a couple of other players. Is there any new players coming into that squad that you might suggest people come down and watch? Um, yeah, absolutely. We, we've got a few boys from Kununurra that are that are going really really well um, defensively as well. Um, there's always some exciting players that come out of Halls Creek, Dale Cox and Willem Dunker. Um, that are really, really exciting, and um, obviously Damon Anosa from Broome can you, you know a bit about him being at town. So yeah, yeah, Damon, Damon's a really good footballer. Yeah, so um, you know he's pretty exciting. But you know you've got 16, 18 year old boys running around that are that are exceptional footballers. So it's going to be a great game, and there's going to be plenty of talent to see. 
Well, all in all, though, the, the footy is looking uh, like it's shaping up good as we lead towards the finals. And, um, yeah, we might leave it at that farms with the footy. It is time to hear about the cricket. We've just talked very briefly about the upcoming uh, 2020 comp in the local Broome Cricket Association. Uh, the 2020s start, uh, um, I think they go into late late August when um, uh, is a lead into the 35 over competition. The fir- Derby actually play play against the, the reigning premiers uh, Roebuck uh, over in Derby which would be good and then Farms someone's telling me that you're, you're actually playing for the Broom Bulls uh, who are taking on the dozen uh, on the weekend yeah I've, I've put my hand up I'm still yet to hear from the captain if I'm required but yeah. um, no I think it's great to have cricket in Derby as well um, obviously Roebuck have got a long road trip ahead of them and um, obviously being the reigning premiers be a longer road trip back I would imagine <laughs> especially if they get the win yeah um, yeah I think so and then um, Bulls versus Dozen so I haven't really been around the cricket traps I've always sort of watched it a little bit and I know Roebuck are a bit of a powerhouse and Dozen have had some success in the last few years so um, and then the the Bulls are a bit of a, an exciting team coming through. Yeah, Bulls have done uh, quite well in the 2020 comp over the last couple of years, if I recall correctly. So um, that'll be that'll be a great game. And, of course, uh, that, that one's at uh, 10.30 on Sunday. Uh, uh, the Derby versus Roebuck is on Friday night. So they get, to, as I understand, to play under lights. And then the last game is, of course, the Mighty Wanderers versus the Mangrove. And that game will start at... 1.30 at Mail Oval. Yeah, that's going to be a good game as well, I think. It's a ripper. And, uh, yeah, we look forward to that. And so thanks, Kat, for uh, letting us have a yarn about footy and cricket. No, it was great. Thanks heaps for, for coming on and um, letting everyone know what's happening out there in the world of footy and cricket.